IBA Talk, the Insurance Business America podcast. In this episode of IBA Talk, presented in partnership with ITC, we're joined by Chief Marketing Officer Becky Schroeder and VP of Sales and Development Stuart Gannis. The two sit down with IBA to discuss digital solutions that can improve customer experiences and solidify the important role of the insurance agent. Hello everybody and welcome back to IBA Talk, the insurance industry podcast brought to you by Insurance Business America. In this episode, we're looking at digital solutions for a better insurance customer experience. Consumers today want convenience on their terms, while insurance agents want relationships. Digital solutions are there to help with both. While technology cannot replace um, an agent's relationship with a client, it can certainly help to build and support it. To find out how insurance agencies are using digital solutions to provide a better experience for today's consumers, I'm joined by two executives from Insurance Technologies Corporation, known commonly as ITC, Chief Marketing Officer Becky Schroeder, and Senior Vice President of Sales and Business Development, Stuart Gannis. Becky, Stuart, welcome to IBA Talk. Hello there. Hi. Now, with tech giants like Apple and Amazon providing almost instant gratification to their customers online, what have consumers grown to expect from their insurance agent and their insurance transaction? Stuart, I'll come to you with this one. Yeah, so I think what's been happening with, you know, with the consumer and Apple and Amazon and and the internet in general is we've become addicted to speed. And right now what's happening with consumers is... um, you call it instant gratification. I use the analogy of a sports team. You know, if you're watching a sports game and you you have your phone and you're stuck at a wedding or something, and you're refreshing the score, if your if your browser doesn't refresh within seconds, you're ready to throw the phone out the window because it's not fast enough. So I think what's happening now is is insurance agents have the expectation to communicate with clients 24 seven give that client the ability to access their account, whether from the carrier or the agency. And when they call in or contact you to communicate with them the way they want to be communicated with, not the way we want to communicate with them, because we're very traditional in insurance and those traditions are no longer they're, they're no longer traditions. We're, what we're trying to, or they are traditions. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get people to communicate digitally. So if a client contacts you through Facebook, we should contact them back through Facebook. You know, if a client contacts you via email, we should respond via email. So I think what they're doing is they're making us pay attention to speed and our method of communication first and foremost. Um, and that's being our hands are being forced as independent agents. Mm, absolutely. I mean, that speed, that convenience, that's what consumers want today. Um, what tools can insurance agencies use to, you know, find that speed of convenience and reduce friction, maybe even open up new opportunities um, in the insurance buying process? So it's interesting. I was reading yesterday that 71% of consumers have used some form of digital research before buying insurance. And I think I've seen that number actually as high as 80% in, in different reports and surveys. But either way, what does that mean for agents? It means that no matter how great your relationship is with that consumer, they are willing to go online to do research. And some are not even just doing research. They're actually going through and actually buying insurance online. So you got to look at why are they willing to do that? Why are they willing to research and 
you know, buy insurance online. I, I know some agents shudder at that thought, but it, it's happening. It's because it's easy. It's because it's available when the consumer has the time. Um, and sometimes it's because of price. So the first step and the first tool that insurance agencies have to have is a great website. And I mean a great website um, because that has to be the hub of all your marketing, both online and offline. You know, if I have a question about my policy before I call my agent, what's the first thing I'm going to do? I'm going to go to their website to get their phone number because I don't have it in my phone. If I can answer my question on their website, that's even better because I've saved myself time. I've saved my agent time. Um, you know, that, that's where I start with a digital tool. Stuart, what, what do you, yeah, what do you I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly and they better be able to find you. Right. So they're going to go to Google and they're going to type in your insurance agency name there. They might not even know your domain or you might have a funky domain. So they're going to go to Google and they're going to type in ABC insurance agency and you had better pop up on that first page of Google because they will be clicking on people with, that are not you. So the website is important Then the ability to find you. So that tool is your SEO, your SEM. And then everything that Becky just mentioned is, uh, you know, all these tools are driving people to that one place. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think the website is first and foremost, and then there's a lot of others that, uh, you know, we can go on for days on that one. <laughs> Stuart, you know, you said there are a lot of others. Can we actually run through a few of those? We've, we've, we've discussed the website. You just brought up SEO. That is obviously very important today for all businesses. Um, what other tools can agencies use? Listen, you know, 10 years ago, there were some tools that were luxuries that are no longer luxuries like email marketing. Um, you know, agents have these clients with, a, you know, they, they collect an email address from a client. The carriers are emailing them. Why aren't the agents? A lot of times what happens is if you ask an, a client, a consumer who they're insured with, they mention the insurance carrier name, not the agency name, because agents have done a poor job at branding their agencies. So you have email marketing. You've got agency management systems. I mean, these are blocking and tackling items. A big one for personal lines is comparative rating. And, you know, I don't want to turn this into an ITC commercial, but we see agents that will go from no comparative rater to a comparative rater and their quote volume doubles because instead of having to go to three, four websites to obtain a quote for a client or only going to one website for all, all the time, the same carrier, now they're able to enter data once and get the quotes of 50 different insurance companies and give that consumer a quote over the phone on that call. What happens in the, what happens the other way, if I have to enter 30, 40, 50 pieces of data into four different websites, I'm not doing that while you're on the phone. I'm going to tell you I'm going to call you back. So I'm going to tell you I'll call you back. I'm going to hang up my phone. And while I'm online shopping for your insurance with all the insurance companies I'm appointed with, the consumer is going to go do the same exact thing. They're going to go to Progressive and Geico and all these direct people, and they're going to get three, four, five quotes while you're trying to get them just one. So this is technology working for you with that with that connected consumer in that speed is speed, the website, comparative rating, agency management, email marketing. These, this is definitely the, the suite of, of, of uh, technology agents that have. And again, some of those might have been a luxury 10, 15, 20 years ago. They're no longer a luxury. Yeah. And, and to add to that, on the comparative rating side, combining that with your website, you know, being able to actually provide a live quote on your website is, is a huge deal, especially for those people who are researching and willing to buy online. 
you know, this, this report I was reading yesterday actually said, you know, a third of consumers said they would need telephone support to buy insurance online. So they're still going to agents. You know, they may be getting a quote online, but they need an agent's help to complete the process. And we see that through our own platform as well. Right, Stuart? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you talk to 10 different insurance agents and you said, where do you get most of your business from? They're all going to say referrals. Okay. And the thing with referrals is referrals now have also gone online. So the referral is no longer someone that, uh, you know, walks into your office that lived around the corner that an existing client told you to contact. A referral is someone that got your information. They they called in to, uh, they, they, they call you or email you or go to your website or whatever it is. And they've also gone to other websites. So even your referrals are that connected consumer that has been online and they expect speed and they don't want their name and number taken to be called back hours later. So it's everybody now. It's, it's, we're all the connected consumer. We're all addicted to iPhones now. We all expect speed for everything we do. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Becky, um, a minute ago, you said uh, some agents, you know, they, they shudder at the thought of some of these digital tools. And, and I think that's true. And it's because, you know, they thrive on the in-person relationship. Um, but can we sort of look at how they can maybe use it, digital tools to enhance those personal relationships? W what can they do to sort of boost that? And how can they strike the balance between personal, but also providing speed and convenience? So I think there's a fear that technology is going to replace agents. You mentioned that at, at the top of, of the podcast, that technology can never replace independent agents. And that's, I, I believe that technology is not going to replace an independent agent because they just bring too much value to their clients. But what technology can do is make them more efficient and support that value. So agents can continue to thrive and grow in this digital age. So to, to determine the right balance of digital tools to help enhance the, the relationships agents are building, it's, you got to do some, you got to do some legwork and it's not going to be an easy answer, unfortunately, because the answer depends on each agency because it needs to be driven by the agency's clients. You know, they, the, the, you need to start gathering data. Ask every new client how they heard about your agency. Stuart talked about that, right? That is a critical data point to know where they're coming from. Are they coming from digital channels? Are they coming because they saw your your sign outside? Probably not right now, but you know, how are they getting into your agency? Um, and to pay attention to how they're contacting you. Are they calling you? Are they submitting uh, a request on your website? Are they texting you? Are they emailing you? What, how is it that they are reaching out to you? And make note of that. Track that in your comparative writer if you have one. Track that definitely in your management system. And then the next step is what I would do is make a grid of your customer journey. What at each step? So awareness, interest, um, you know, dis discovery, the, the purchase step, the retention step, the renewal step, and lay out what questions you get from people at each point in that journey. Where does it make sense for an agency to replace a phone call or an in-person meeting with, a, with technology? Where does it make sense to use technology to supplement? So for example, to use a marketing automation platform to send automatically send a follow-up email in addition to the phone call the producer makes. And that, that's going to take work, but that's how you find that balance. 
Absolutely. Stuart, did you have anything to um, to add on that one? You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, I think what Becky said about complementing complementing the work that an agency does, um, using technology to automate some of those processes. Listen, I've managed many sales teams in my life in the insurance business and, you know, salespeople don't follow up like they should. But you know what? That email marketing tool is always going to send emails to people at a specific cadence when you tell it to. Um, you know, a lot of us don't answer our phones today. I mean, how many times does your phone ring a day? Some of us are afraid to answer it because there's so much telemarketing or we're like, hey, if you want me, text me or email me. And if you don't, if you don't, then, you know, you're probably someone I don't want to talk to. I mean, people have all these different, you know, rules about talking on the phone. So, you know, you need some digital touches with people to supplement, complement all your other efforts. It, it's got to happen. I mean, that you can't live on the telephone alone anymore, unfortunately. You still need it. Don't get me wrong. It's, I think it's still the most valuable tool, but it's not, it's not 100% of everything. It's, you need a blend of, of emails and texting and everything else to, 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 first of all, find clients, and then secondly, to convert them, and then thirdly, to retain them. Now, a lot of this revolves around communication. Um, it's critical for insurance agents, both in terms of, you know, getting clients, retaining them, everything, the whole insurance journey. Um, so, Becky, how important is it for agents to have, you know, an effective digital communication strategy? And can you perhaps describe such a strategy for us? I, I mean, it's critical. Like, like Stuart said, you know, the phone is still needed, but but you also have to have technology and digital ways of getting in touch with your your consumers because the the number one important thing that an agent needs to to understand and, and accept is it's not about them it's about their clients how does the client want to communicate with you um, you know what is what is it that they want do they want a text message you need to be texting with them do they want uh, an email you need to be emailing with them do they want a direct message via facebook you you better be doing that um, if it's a phone call, great. And the the I, the thing you agents need to remember is that it's not all one thing or the other. And consumers can go back and forth. You got to meet them where they are. You mentioned Facebook. I mean, today social media is such a powerful tool. Um, are there any particular social media? I was going to say mediums, platforms, something like that 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 agencies can you know make the most use of um, for their communication. I think that would, again, that depends on the agency and where their clients are. Um, are they, you know, primarily personal lines and focused on, you know, 35 or, or older is their demographics? That, that Facebook is probably the better platform. Are they focused on professionals because they're doing, you know, commercial insurance? LinkedIn is a great platform. Uh, are they focused more on on a younger demographic, trying to to get in on this younger demographic at, and then be there for them as they progress in their life? Uh, you know, something like Instagram, or you know, trying to figure out how TikTok might work, um, are are platforms where that's where your audience is. That's where you should be. Mm -hmm. 
Brilliant, thank you. Um, so now I want to bring this conversation around to uh, to public, um, sorry, to current events. Uh, obviously, the coronavirus pandemic has placed uh, even greater emphasis on digital transformation in insurance. We're all working remotely. There's no more in-person meetings, or at least you know there ha haven't been as many for for some time. Um, what would both of you say are some of the near-term and potential longer-term impacts um, on insurance agencies? Yeah, I mean, we just did a whole series on this at IDC about managing remote um, insurance teams. And one thing it's done, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm the optimist, I'm the sales guy on the call. So I'm going to say it's going to help us be better leaders. Uh, you know, you've got to keep people engaged now when they're working from home and you're not in the same building as they are. And that means maybe daily meetings. It means constant checkups. It means giving specific projects to you know work the book of business to contact clients uh, proactively to do check-ins um you know to have meetings on video so you're you're communicating with your people more i've consulted with agencies and i'm not exaggerating where you know i've had csrs or producers tell me the owner has not said good morning to them in, in a couple of years mm -hmm. so now you've got people working remotely and i think there's this this compassion is starting to come out from insurance agency owners and they're starting to realize that hey i need to help these people and work with our people and figure out exactly you know make sure they're first of all that they're working so what are we focused on we're making sure we document our accounts we're retention focused we're reviewing our processes we're updating our management system we're cleaning out old files where so there's all this great work to do and as this as this ends with covid um you know it's also taught us that we can do business virtually like the consumer wants to consumers and even and obviously b2b do not want to walk into your office and buy insurance they want to sit at their desk or on their mobile phone and make a purchase via DocuSign or eSign or whatever whatever process that is. They want to give you information. They want to take photos of licenses and registrations and, and email them or text them to you. And we're being forced now to do business that way. And some of the agents that have resisted that haven't had a choice and they're either going to make it or they're going to get acquired. Hmm and they're not gonna make it. So those are the positives. It's gonna teach us to be better leaders. It's gonna teach us to serve the consumer virtually. Um, and when everyone comes back to work, uh, I think we're gonna realize that, um, um, you know, we're gonna realize that the consumer, we're gonna realize that we have been conserving the consumer incorrectly. Mm. So you expect to see more of a sort of hybrid model moving forwards in the agency uh, distribution channel? I do. Absolutely. You know, you've heard the term gym rat yep. um, insurance agents. We've been desk rats. So we have sat at desks. We've been handcuffed to a desk 10 hours a day, five, six days a week for years and years and years. Even for personal lines, going outside is a miracle. Um, you know, so now that people are sitting at home and they're having to sell things virtually and their people are home and they're realizing, wait a minute here, I don't have to be handcuffed to that desk in my office 10 hours a day. I could work from home. I could let my people work from home a couple of days a week. Hey, this person has a child, you know, maybe they need some help with childcare. Let them work from home twice a week instead of making them come to an office five days a week and do the same thing they were doing before. So I think it's going to add, I think it's going to complement our business a bit. I think it's going to help us. Absolutely. Well, it's exciting times ahead um, for the uh, agency distribution channel. Um, lots of tools and technology for them to tap into. Um, Stuart, Becky, both thank you both very much uh, for your insight on that today. It's a, an important topic um, and very relevant for our audience. So very much appreciate your time.
Thank you for having us on. Um, and thanks Thank everybody you. for uh, for listening into IBA Talk. Uh, make sure to tune in for our next episode coming soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of IBA Talk. For more from Becky, Stuart, and the experts at ITC, visit them at getitc.com. That's getitc.com for more. Follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for the latest episodes.